Hi, friends. Welcome back. We are on day 20 of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. I am Kurt Barnes, the lead pastor here at Silver Creek Fellowship, and I hope uh, today that today would be a day that you would truly um, draw near to the Lord in prayer, as we have for the last 20 days, that what you would discover, at least I know I can tell you personally what I've discovered in being intentional in my prayer life and taking time to set aside time throughout my day to spend in relationship with the Father, uh, it is producing amazing fruit in my life, amazing fruit in my thought life, amazing fruit in my uh, my capacity, in my worry, in every area. I have found this 21 days now on day 20 to be incredibly impactful on me, and I hope the same is true for you. And today I have a simple thought and a question for you that I want to talk about and then pray about. And that is, when you are in trouble, when something goes wrong, when something falls apart, when something fails, what do you do first? Because I'll bet if you're like most of us, or like me at least, um, your first uh, response, the default programming that you have is to go into fix-it mode to immediately begin trying to solve the puzzle or the problem that is before you. When something isn't right, when something goes wrong, you immediately begin trying your best in your best way, in your best knowledge, in your best uh, effort to solve and fix that problem. But what I want to do today is I want to look with you uh, in the book of Acts at the early church's response to trouble and see how that might be a little different than ours today. Now, in the book of Acts, when the early church is still uh, pretty new, persecution breaks out against the church in Jerusalem, and King Herod has the apostle James murdered, has him killed. Uh, He becomes a martyr, and Herod sees that the people who had Jesus martyred really like this uh, fact, and so he decides to have Peter arrested as well and thrown into prison. And he even puts uh, a huge amount of troops, four different uh, groups of troops, on Peter to guard him and watch over him because it's four squads, because he doesn't want uh, this to go wrong. He loves the popularity that persecuting the early church has brought him. And so, how is the church going to respond? How will the church respond when their uh, leader, someone so important to the movement and the cause, Peter, is thrown into prison? And it looks like he's likely going to be murdered, martyred, the same way that James has been. Well, this is what it says in Acts 12, verse 5. It says, So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. Did you notice what the very first response of the church is? They didn't jump into strategy meetings on how they could get Peter out of prison. They didn't try to rally the public to get support to set Peter free. Instead, they just began to pray. They gathered together and they prayed. And friends, I want to encourage you today. Um, What are you trying to solve by your own strength and with your own wisdom that God is willing to help you with? What are you trying in fix-it mode to uh, fix, to solve, 
that God actually would help you and lead you. So I want to encourage you, for many people, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 is a, a life verse or a really important verse, and this is what it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge or submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Friends, I want to encourage you today to learn when you have trouble, when you have difficulty, when you have fear, when you have frustration, to stop and pray first. Stop and spend time with the Lord. Stop and cry out to God. Stop and listen to God and see if God just might provide that miracle or that uh, it might speak to you a direction or lead you or calm you or guide you because he promised that he would. If you know the rest of the story, God miraculously shows up. During their prayer meeting, God sets Peter free from the jail. And when Peter shows up at the house where the church is gathered together praying, uh, they can't even believe that it's true. Friends, I want to encourage you today. Let's stop. Let's not trust our own wisdom and understanding. Let's not go into fix-it mode. Let's not wait till the situation is so bad that there's no hope but prayer. But let's pray first. Let's stop and just cry out to the Lord, ask him for help, ask him for wisdom, and then move forward with the wisdom and help he provides. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that you are our leader, that when we say you are Lord, we are declaring your lordship, your rulership, your leadership, your authority over our lives. And I thank you that you are uh, more than capable of handling the task of being Lord and ruler and leader of our lives, that there's nothing in our life that's too big for you, that surprises you, that catches you off guard, but that, God, you have help available for us, wisdom available for us. God, you have power available for us in every circumstance and situation. And I just pray that we wouldn't be a stubborn people who rely on our own understanding and our own wisdom and our own strength, but that, God, we would constantly be looking to you who's willing and able to provide us with so much more than what we could ask for or even imagine. I thank you, and we praise you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, friends, hope you have a wonderful day. I love you, and we'll see you tomorrow on our last uh, day of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. I will uh, preach a message this Sunday at Silver Creek Fellowship about prayer, and I just want to encourage you again, if uh, you are in the Silverton area and you are looking uh, for a church family, or if you are looking to find out more about prayer or find out more about Jesus, we would like to invite you to join with us. We meet at 9.30 and at 11 o'clock, and our 11 o'clock service has a full children's program, and we just want to encourage you, come and see. Come and see and join in with our community. You are most certainly invited. I love you all. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you tomorrow.